Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Justin Perkins. This is Talk Junkie, and this is like Road Diaries. Uh, been recording a lot of these lately, and it's little shorter things as I drive, and stick them together, and they're Road Diaries. That's what they are. Uh, things I think about as I drive that I can't get out of my head, and it's got the background noise, and it's got all those things that the old school listeners love, and all the things that the people that love to complain hate, but they're very short and very compact, and you don't have to listen to a lot of the bumps. Uh, it may be worse. I just got this Jeep, uh, this standard shift Jeep Wrangler with a lot of road noise, and driving down through here today looking around. Beautiful, bright, sunny day, middle of summer, and we got we got uh, uh, all this all this road noise and that's all you get of the experience I get it all you know you just get the road noise um, life's funny you know it, it's weird it's weird I guess who we, who we become and how we get to that point and, and how different, how individually people are, are so different in their passions, in their pursuits, uh, in the quality of person from good people to bad people. Like it, it's, it is a, a weird thing in a lot of respects of, of what we are. As, as a species, you know, we we are so inherently different as people, uh, as as creatures. You know, it's not cut and dry. We're not uh, cookie cutter copies of one another. But it's not. But I think a lot of times, if I was young. What's something I would want to tell me so badly that I don't know now? Or what is something that if something happened to me, I'd want my son to know that I can't explain to him now? If I got a time machine and I was able to go back and take something to younger Justin and tell him, I wouldn't, that's dangerous. People say that all the time. Do, do you understand the severity of impact of changing things like that? If you could, you know, loss of your life as it is right now. Your life may not be what you want it to be right now. But... If you changed anything, those parts about it that you love, that are irreplaceable, your children, anything, may not be there. But I used to think all the time, man, what if I could go back? What if, what if I could have done this quicker? Oh, excuse me. I could have pursued this career-wise instead of what I did. Like there's all these what ifs, and what if I could go back and change them? But what if? kids were born 12 years apart. What if my son, we didn't have my son because I made that choice? 
What if I didn't end up with my wife and daughter because I made the choice? It's not worth whatever I could gain by going back and playing the what-if game. It's not worth what I could lose. So I've gained things in my life that I obviously find irreplaceable. Things that can't be jeopardized and messed with. Because what if? What if is an ugly game. Oh, it feels beautiful. It feels wonderful. But what if is a shitty game. It's a game that you will never find happiness in what if. Never. You can also be sad not playing what if. And it, you can be not happy with where you're at and the way things are going, and that's almost always the catalyst for what if. Don't get me wrong. Don't think for a second that what ifs don't still slip into my mind, but they don't like they used to. Because used to, I lived in a perpetual world of what ifs, and a lot of people do. My wife lives in a world of what ifs every day. I feel bad for my wife in a lot of ways. Um, my wife's not super happy, I don't think, with life in, in general. Uh, not because she's a bad person or not because uh, she doesn't love her family. Just she likes what ifs better than she likes what is. And that you can get that. Like, there was a, a long time I was at the point where what if is so much better than what is. I'm not now, you know, what if doesn't interest me as much now, uh, and I'm not, don't look, don't, <laughs> I think I come off that way sometimes, but I'm not 100% satisfied with what is, I'm not 50% satisfied with what is, but, you know, that that's the hindsight of, the, the benefit of hindsight, you know, hindsight is 2020. I understand how I got to this point. I got to this point by chasing a lot of what ifs, and I got to this point by not understanding the people and things in my life and how they impacted my what is and my what if. Have friends. You don't have to have friends with every passion you have and every interest you have. You don't have to have friends that are constantly going down the same path as you and succeeding or failing at the same rate as you. But you have to have friends that will support your endeavors. Comfort you in failure. But friends that will live for what is and don't constantly live for what is. You have to have a spouse that makes it a group journey and works together and that doesn't focus on what if instead of what is. You don't have to have the same passion, the same love. There'll be times that you differ vastly. 
but it would make life far easier. Now, I say that, and that's not the situation with myself and my wife. We don't. I'm a what if, she's a what if. Just that's life is what it is. And I sit here going, well, what if she was this way? What if no? Because she's not. She won't be, and I can't change that. And if I changed her, what if she was a what if person? Maybe she wouldn't be with me. So, there's no benefit to that. And I'm not going to sit and do what ifs all the way back to the day we met or things, choices we've made. There's no progress there. But if you've not made these choices, then you look at them. I was talking to some guys that I don't know as well, but that's maybe my curse and my blessing in life is I like to talk and I like to bring up these ideas because as much fun as they are to sit and talk about here on the podcast, they're a million times more fun to talk about in person. And I'm talking to these guys and one dude says I would like to go do A. I'm like, that'd be pretty cool. You should do it. Well, yeah, if I had your job then I'd go do that. Now, we, we've, you got to look, there's uh, 15 years difference in work time and experience in the industry between he and I. I've got 15 years. So, yeah, financially, I do make a little more money. And I go, well, I, I can't afford to get it. And he goes, well, if you can't afford it, you know that I can. I said, well, I, I can't afford it based on choice. Choice, it's not all mine, but choice. I said, you can't afford it based on choice. I said, but are you married? He said, no. I said, you and your girlfriend, you got a girlfriend? He said, yes. I said, are you and your girlfriend living together or, or financially dependent upon it? No. And I was like, well, where do you live? He's like, I live home with mom and dad. I said, okay, yeah. It's like, what's your, you know, you got a big vehicle payment. And he's like, no. Nah. So you could do this. You, you just, you choose not to. He said, well, okay, I don't have the money. And in fairness, I know this guy somewhat, not a lot, but like I knew in the process of asking these questions what he'd done the weekend before. And this experience he was wanting, and, and I know that's vague, but, you know, it's not really professional, I guess you don't even talk about people who don't know you're talking about them, and if you, if I say this, then maybe other people who uh, are around us know who it is, you know what I mean, so that I'm vague, and, and that's okay, the principle's still the same, I'm like, this thing that you want to do, you're looking at 200 bucks, right, and he's like, oh yeah, I was like, well, that's two trips to B-dubs, and one tank of gas to go do what you done last weekend and 40, 50 bucks saved and you're there, right? I was like, that's 200 bucks, not 200 bucks. I was like, okay, well, when you went to B-dubs, you know, by the time you ate and tipped and drank, how much was you out? Oh, about $58 or something. I was like, okay. So, 
two of those trips, 60 and 60 is 120 bucks. Two of those trips, 120 bucks. Right? You told me it took 50 bucks in gas and you went and done this thing uh, and wasn't satisfied when you did it. So that's 170. And then you save 30, 40 bucks, put you over 200 bucks. And this is 200 bucks to do this. You chose not to do it. He said, well, you're choosing not to do it. I said, I am in a way. i got to take responsibility for that. I'm choosing not to do it. I said, but I'm also not completely alone in the choice. I want to go hike all these trails that four and five hours from home but I don't just leave and go do that I, I've got 11 year old son at home you know my daughter's grown and now the house but I've got 11 year old son at home so I, I don't I don't just go and we'll make him go I said, well no it's not his thing I don't, I, don't, I don't want it's not his thing I don't want to make him go could I just go do it on my own? Yes, if work wasn't the way it was and I had some free time to work. Right now, my time with my son is on the weekends. You know, when I, I, I don't see my wife and kid until I get home on the weekends right now. I'm on the road with you. You're looking at me every day of the week. So I've got to make a choice. I'm making a choice. Just like you're making a choice between B-dubs and this activity, I'm making a choice between my son and this activity. My son's my best friend. There's no choice there. That experience, that time with him's irreplaceable. That hiking, I can think about that hiking and go, that'd be cool. I like to do that. But I love to do what I'm doing. The mundane, everyday stuff I love. Because that's our time and I can't get that back. So that's something I won't compromise on. Now, to do what this guy's talking about, this thing that this guy's talking about that I want to do. Well, yeah, I, I, I could, I could do that. You know, uh, I like concerts, and, and uh, you know, I've seen Deftones just a little while back. Uh, got another concert coming up later in the year. I like concerts. Do I get to go see as many as I want? No, I don't. And I like trips. And I like to go. But do I get to go as many places? No, I don't. That's life. That that happens. But could I? Well, yeah, I could. I could. There, there's a lot in my life that I could do differently and get to do. But it's a group thing. See, I could eat off the dollar menu every day for two months, then go do something really cool. My wife and daughter aren't like that. You know, my wife and daughter will trade almost anything for good filet tips or uh, hibachi. You know, a steakhouse or hibachi, they'll, they'll, they, don't, they don't realize that they're trading. You know, my wife will go, man, I, I'd like to do this or I'd like to do that. And, I'll be, and I'm like, cool, let's do it. Well, we don't, we don't really have the money. Well, yeah, we do. We do. Spend a lot less at Walmart, you know, and that's probably the most redneck sounding thing to people. Like, that's our 
but we don't have a lot of, we don't have an Aldi, we don't have a Target, we don't, that, that's a lot of our option shopping wise here, spend, spend less there, cook more meals at home, on the weekend, instead of going out and getting filet tips and then this, make a meal at home, watch a movie together at home, and, but one, you still get to have great experiences, and then you have a goal, a common goal, of this is what I want to do. But they, they're not willing to make that sacrifice. So instead, they sacrifice what they want. You know, what they really want to do in life, they sacrifice. This guy's doing the same thing. He's sacrificing what he really wants in life for an instant reward. Life has to be about some manner of sacrifice. You just got to choose which end you want to sacrifice it on. One's immediate and and feels easy, and that reward mechanism kicks in because oh, I got twenty dollars in my pocket. Okay, oh, we'll get a, a fifteen dollar reward right now and have five dollars left. Or yeah, okay, I got twenty dollars in my pocket. I'm gonna put ten back this time and ten back next time and ten back. Oh, what time I go get a hundred dollar reward? There's the sacrifice of missing out on the instant gratification to get the larger reward. And a lot of people don't do that. In hindsight, being 2020, I would tell you that in so many ways, I messed up not insisting that that at least be some aspect of my life going forward in my relationship with my that I instill that into my daughter. And I did not. And that's awful for them. I hate that for them. But there's no going back and installing it now. Because uh, in my opinion, that, and, and I, I know this is somewhat unpopular, but that social media mindset of uh, instant reward is there. So, and, and their life is based on that. Now, the instant reward is always so much less than that work for reward. And, you know, I don't, I've got friends who feel the same way that I feel. But the problem is they let it affect them in a different way. And, you know, I hate that for them. Am I fixing the problem 100%? No. I know what the issue is and I see. And I don't know what the resolution to it is. You know, for this guy, because I don't know everything, every aspect is. And I don't know what the resolution is for me. I, you know, obviously I'm I'm happy with my marriage, happy with my kids, you know, I don't want to change those things. I told you that. I'm not happy with how my life is lived based to how I would like for it to have been lived. But I know this, for that guy in that situation, with the variables the way they are, someone could just look at him and go, this is what happened. And that hindsight that he doesn't have, I can give it to him and he's got the foresight then to see it. After we had this discussion and, and he really thought about it, you know, I, I think 
kind of sees that. And I think that will play a factor for him going forward. I'm never going to be a person that any other experience and the value of that experience will outweigh the experience of being with my family. That's just me. Not because I'm a good person, because I'm selfish and I want every moment I can get with them. But I'm not a person in general that material things will ever be worth more than experience. Now that's not to say I don't want a nice bass guitar. That I don't want a uh, fun insert whatever. I, I do. Um, but, but as hard as it is to sit and think of a material thing to put in that place. I, I don't want a mansion. Give me a tiny house and the ability to travel and go see places and I'm ten times happier. My son with me. My wife with me. So there's there's sacrifice and consent. Like and, and sacrifice and and, uh, and compromise. Now, if I got in that what if machine or that, you know, and I went back in time and married somebody who all they wanted to do was travel and hike and blah, blah. I was with somebody like that before. The problem wasn't that we didn't want to do the same things. We both liked to go to concerts. We both liked to hike. We both liked to we both somewhat of a, a gypsy lifestyle and we could live on very little. And uh, You know, she was a nice person. There's nothing, there was nothing wrong there with the exception that I didn't love her. And I love my wife. So you make those compromises. Like when I met my wife, I did not live where I currently live in Eastern Kentucky. Eastern Kentucky's home, and I love it. My papa had one big request to me don't die here. And I had no intention or desire to. Didn't want to be there. Not, not in a negative way. Want to see the world. Didn't want to be anywhere forever. And. Me and my wife started talking on ICQ online. And this is where she lived. And uh, we went to grade school together. We'd known each other for a long time. And I moved back and we got married. And I moved back with the assumption, never assumed, especially when we're thinking of the future because assumption sucks. I assumed no young person would live there the entirety of their life. Which is a stupid assumption because tons of people do and love every minute of it. But I, I wanted to be somewhere else and experience the rest of the world. Uh, especially in my 20s and 30s. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't do that. I lived every day right here. I was on the road a lot, but I lived every day right here, right here. <laughs> in a different state right now, but right there. Uh, that's not what I want. And that's not, it didn't bring me back to But, no matter where I was, I was with my daughter, I was with my son, I was with my wife, and that, that was more important than that what if, what if I'd lived here, what if I'd lived here. And I would have definitely died there. Because if I could have lived my 20s, 30s, and 40s, maybe even 50s if I lived that long somewhere else, I think coming back home 
the tires and that ones would have been wonderful. Approaching 25 minutes. The idea of these road tires is that they be quick. Hindsight's 2020. But what is is always better than what if. I can't go back and fix what if. I can do my best to make what is enjoyable and beautiful. What is is what happens right now in the moment. If you're looking for what if in the past, you will never catch it very elusive, non-existent, and impossible to grab. But if you look to the future and look for what if, sorry, am I some guru or motivational speaker? No. Stuff I like to talk about with people. Shit. I screw it up every day. I still ain't figured out how to get it right. If you listen to 25 minutes of this for me to give you some profound nugget of truth at the end so you'd know exactly what to do, Sucker born every day. Hello, I'm Justin. And I'm Bruce. And we're Provice. Our new song, Still Alive, will be streaming October 3rd on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube Music, wherever you go to find music. Give us a listen. Check it out.